Lieutenant Matthew A. Vogel, Hudson County Sheriff's Office, New Jersey. Sergeant Christopher Mortison, Wilkesboro Police Department, Pennsylvania. Corporal Mike Sanchez, Amarillo Police Department, Texas. Deputy Sheriff Sean Riley, Wayne County Sheriff's Office, Illinois. Sergeant Marlene Ritmanick, Bradley Police Department, Illinois. Sounds podcast. My name is Christian, and I have a great episode in store for you guys. So, there is a new uh, podcast come out that came out uh, by Joe Rogan. I know we talk about Joe Rogan and Andy Frisell a lot on this on this uh, podcast, but Joe Rogan has been having a lot of doctors on um, that have been having some have brought some groundbreaking data and. Um, studies to the table and brought them to light so people could see that wouldn't normally see them uh, because they're shut down by the media and uh, I saw recently that Joe Rogan actually has more viewers or listeners I guess I guess both than CNN and MSNBC combined Uh, now I don't know if that's true or not but it probably is true uh, because Joe Rogan's been getting huge lately but I want to focus on his most recent episode with a man named Dr. Uh, Robert Malone. Um, this is episode 1757, if you want to go back and listen to it. It's the most recent one, um, but I'm sure Joe will have more coming out here soon. So I would, I'm would i only an hour through. I was needing to record this podcast, but I couldn't stop watching this uh, episode from Joe Rogan. <laughs> but I, I would highly suggest going and listening to it. I think it's about three hours long, um, like most of his other stuff. But this guy is very interesting. Um... And he, as far as I've gotten, I've only got an hour in, but Joe, he's completely blowing Joe Rogan's mind. So there's a few things that I pulled from it that I just want to talk about um, that he has confirmed and said. Um, and yeah, so first things first, uh, This again, this guy's name is Dr. Robert Malone. Uh, he is the original inventor of the an mRNA vaccine. He holds... Uh, multiple different patents uh, for multiple other things other than that. Um, he has about 100 scientific publications with over 12,000 citations of his work. Uh, he is a virologist, so obviously he is not one to mess with in the science field. He obviously knows what he's talking about. Um, and people want to talk about the, the professionals. Uh, this guy is one of them. And he is talking out against uh, basically more... <laughs> at least as far as I've gotten, he's talking out about more of the data and how it's been manipulated. Um, but we'll get into that some more. Um, so they got talking and he made a really interesting point. Um, they were talking about like early treatment and what the U S government has blocked and allowed. And he said about half a million deaths in the U S could have been, um, could have been saved basically from early treatments that were blocked by the U.S. government early on. So let's think about that. So everybody wants to talk about how many deaths there was from COVID, um, but not, you know, what we could have done to help save them. Uh, I think I've said it a few times before on this episode or on this podcast. Um, I don't understand why we don't have more early treatments. It's just like you either get the vaccine or you don't do anything. There's no in-between. 
There's no early treatment that you can get at the hospital or before you even go to the hospital from like a primary care physician. There's nothing, um, you know, other than DayQuil and NyQuil. Uh, so he pointed that out, and I thought that was very interesting. Um, no one's really said that, and he I think there was a study that backed that, uh, again, that said half a million people could have been saved from dying with early treatment that was being blocked by the U.S. government. Now, whatever reason you want to put out there for that, um, I think that they were trying to drive more more vaccines or vaccinations for money, but that's just me. But on the other hand, speaking about money, uh, this doctor also confirmed that hospitals have a financial incentive to do a few things. Um, so the first thing is that they have a financial incentive to claim false COVID deaths uh, and false positive test results, which is about, they get about $3,000 uh, for each. Um, and then on the other hand, if a COVID patient is put on a ventilator, they get about $30,000 roughly. He was, he didn't know the exact number when he said it, but he was just kind of, what he what he could remember um so again three thousand dollars and thirty thousand dollars so there is a, a financial incentive for these people to um put down certain medical codes to get revenue and you know you people don't want to say this is happening on the small on the small scale when it comes down to nurses and um, the people at the bottom of the hospital you know, you can never really say uh, who's doing it, but I think as a whole, I mean, more money coming to the hospital is probably better for the hospital. So they're going to push that down the pipe and have people um, list deaths as certain things to get more money. I wouldn't, you know, I wouldn't write that off. I could totally see it happening. Uh, but other than that, um, I thought it was very interesting that he confirmed that because it's kind of been rumored for. I guess we can say years now because uh, it's been about two years now. It's been rumored that that was happening in hospitals and, I mean, mainly hospitals, um, and no one's really confirmed it. Uh, at least no one's really confirmed it with his credentials. Uh, so it's crazy to see him talk about that and confirm that. Uh, he also talked about data manipulation. Um, so it's important to note, I think this, Joe Rogan said this came out on the 30th. They recorded it on the 27th, I believe, so two days after Christmas. And on the 26th, or the day before they recorded it at least, this guy, this doctor, was banned off of Twitter, no doubt, right? And basically, the last post he put up, he doesn't know if this was this is what caused the ban or not, but the last post he put up was uh, a slideshow, a Canadian slideshow, I believe it was, that revealed all the different ways Pfizer manipulated their data. And he got banned for that. So let's think about that for a second. You have two different things here to think about. First, Pfizer manipulated their data. So that's a huge issue. Um, and he does go into more. I just stopped the episode again at like one hour in. I mean, he's starting to go into it more. Um, so he probably talks more about it. But Pfizer has manipulated their data that has been given out to the public. So right then and there, that just muddies the waters from the start. So anything, you know, any of this... Any of these, uh, any of these people that are using the data to try to back their claims um, on both sides, really, uh, it could be manipulated data and just be absolutely 
completely false across the board. Like, completely. Uh, other than that, like I just said, the hospital is um, making or claiming deaths were COVID when they weren't, you know, for a trauma patient listed as COVID because he positive te- or he test positive for COVID when he was stabbed. So they made it a COVID death. How many of those are mixed in there that are muddying the waters? You know, is it half of them? Is it a fourth of them? I mean, that's a, that's a big issue. Um, and it's a big issue when you have Pfizer manipulating data because they were also sued for false advertisement for billions of dollars. So you have them doing it again here um, I mean, it's not technically false advertising, quote unquote, but they're they're giving out manipulated data for a vaccine. They're also pretty much selling. I mean, they are selling. They're selling to the government. Um, so basically, the way he was talking about this is that you have obviously you have a sponsor like Pfizer who sponsors a, a company. They'll contract out to do this the testing or the studies. Um, not only for for their vaccines, but across the board, you know, someone might contract out to for someone to study a certain, um, you know, a certain gene or a certain uh, anything really. Um, and basically, he said the data can be manipulated in a way to make the sponsor happy uh, with the results, so that more contracts can come to that uh, contracted company. And he he said these aren't. Um, small contracts. These are contracts in the tune to 20 to a hundred million dollars. So when you're talking about big money like that, we always say, follow the money. When you're talking about money of that or that size, people are going to do some crazy stuff to keep that money coming in. And this isn't only the vaccines. This is across the board. He said, this is happening. So basically science as a whole, these studies are being manipulated to bring it. It's all about money. I mean, at the end of the day, he was saying it's all about money. Um, so the big problem with all this is that all this data, if it's all being uh, screwed with uh, and then published and taken to heart and people take this and run with it, it gives a totally, a total false premise to everything from there on out. So like when they first started releasing these COVID deaths as COVID deaths when they weren't, that just completely muddied the waters from the start, and everything from there on has been absolute crap. It's been garbage. So it's just – and now you have this guy getting blocked on Twitter, or banned rather, uh, for revealing what Pfizer did with their data, whereas we should be praising him for being a whistleblower to that effect and bringing out the facts of of this of the vaccines. I don't understand how, I mean, I do understand completely why he was banned from, you know, they're trying to cover him up and keep him quiet, but you have this doctor with all of these, I mean, I didn't even, I barely even went into his credentials, but if you actually go to his website and read his credentials, it's crazy. Um, you have him speaking out against these, these vaccines, which he got, by the way, this man got the vaccine and then experienced severe hypertension after he said his blood pressure was running in the two thirties, which <laughs> absolutely insane. Um, and it was in fact caused by the vaccine and that he basically said if he didn't have, um, a good doctor to go to, to help him, he, he could have gotten seriously hurt or died from that. Um, 
So you have a you have this doctor saying all this. He's blocked on Twitter. I feel like being blocked on Twitter now is almost like a a title. Like that should be that should be part of when he says who he is on a show. That that should that should be something he said. Also, I'm blocked on Twitter. You're like, oh, you got some credibility because <laughs> basically anybody who has any ounce of credibility now is just completely blocked on Twitter instantly. Um, it's just I can't at this point. I'm so done with all of the 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 data and everyone trying to you know keep pushing all this crap you have biden coming out and saying there's no federal solution for covid and then coming and turning around and saying that he's thinking about making um vaccinated only plane travel if you're unvaccinated you can't travel on flights okay and then you have the uh, the uh, CDC coming out and lowering the the days you need to be quarantined down to five, and then you have uh, I figure I think it was CNN that said masks don't work, and you you just have all these it, like all at the same time it's almost like it's planned crazy right, and everything that people were saying and they were getting called conspiracy theorists for it are suddenly correct, everything. Um, you know, you had Trump way back when at the start of all this talking about hydroxychloroquine and I don't think he talked about ivermectin, but he talked about hydroxychloroquine and actually, uh, this doctor actually on this show, which Joe Rogan talks about how his peer was the one that sent the letter to Trump to tell him about hydroxychloroquine as a treatment. And that's apparently where Trump got that. And it came out, you know, hydroxychloroquine was actually, has actually been used to treat COVID, um, I believe. Um, and it's just interesting how everything that people have said, uh, including us on this on this podcast, we've said this stuff as far as, um, you know, the masks don't work, the, it's, it's tyrannical uh, what they're doing as a whole, and now everything is coming true, and it's almost being like softened, softened, softened down so that the other side of the coin here, the people that are going along with all this crap can turn around and say, Oh, well, you know, like the vaccine at first, the vaccine was supposed to be supposed to be 97 or 99% effective, whatever to the point. Now, a year later, a year and a half later, whatever it's one it is, people are saying, Oh, well, the vaccine is not supposed to, it doesn't provide complete immunity. It just provides some protection and makes sure you don't get in the hospital. So people are lowering their standards because they're being um, exposed to this stuff piece by piece by piece until they come out and say, hey, uh, yeah, so this is what it is. And it, But everybody's been saying this from the start on the other side of the coin. That's being called a conspiracy theory. It's like if you have $10, right, if you have $10 and you have someone taking $0.10 cents from you every single day, uh, until you were down to zero and you don't really pay attention to it. And that just becomes the normal for you. You go from $10 and then all of a sudden you're at $0. And then they turn around and say, Oh, it was just 10 cents a day. Pretty bad metaphor, but I don't know how to make a metaphor <laughs> for this. It's like they're, they're chipping away a little by little by little by little by little. And then at the end of the day or at the end when you run out or, you know, at the end of that year or whatever, you turn around and you say, oh, well, I have nothing now. It's the same thing. They've chipped away at 
what they've said at first. So first it was 99% effective, the mass work, blah, 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 blah. And they've slowly chipped away and backtracked to now the masks don't work. Oh, well, you know, the vaccine really doesn't work. It's not a vaccine. You know, they're, they're backtracking. So I guess that was a pretty good metaphor, <laughs> but, uh, it's just the, the hypocritical side of everything is just every day it blows my mind and it's, it's getting annoying a little bit, honestly, but you know, uh, I think a lot more people are starting to wake up, which is nice to see. And a lot more people are starting to get tired of the BS and especially with this Omicron variant, people are just like, this is making no sense. Like if this was as deadly as you said it was, why are you changing stuff to five days a week? You know, at least when they were saying 10 to 14 days need to be quarantined, at least they actually seemed like they were believing what they were saying. Now they don't. It's, and now you can see, it's easier to see rather right through what they're saying. So just some stuff to think about. Uh, again, guys, I would highly recommend watching this episode, uh, Joe Rogan and Dr. Robert Malone. And there's also another episode, a few episodes back. Let me see if I can pull it up real quick while I'm talking. So the episode was episode 1747 with Dr. Peter A. McCullough. McCulloch, I don't, can't remember how he says it. Um, I listened to that whole, ep- whole episode. I think it was either three to four hours, somewhere in there. And he has some crazy insight as well um, to basically everything covid uh, he's also a leading doctor in that area. Um, and just some of the stuff he put on the table is just absolutely crazy. And I've said it before, but I would say, I'm going to say it again. You absolutely need to listen to that. So again, it is episode 1747 and the newest episode is 1757. So, so 10 be or a 10 episode difference. Uh, I know it sounds like we're promoting other podcasts on here, but we're here uh, for the good of everybody. And we want to put facts out there and information out there. Um, so if, if it's filled with information, we want to p- help push it. Um, so absolutely go listen to these, our, these two episodes, listen to Andy Frisella's podcast, real AF. Um, both have extremely good content that you should uh, be listening to as well as ours. Uh, So I really appreciate if you guys would share our podcast with your like-minded friends, send it to the people you think probably wouldn't like it that need to hear it anyway. Uh, We are just as good for them as we are for you. (laughs) Uh, And as usual, guys, always thank your first responders, your military, um, and I will see you on the next one. Bye. I am the American son, never back in